get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ESPN's Jesse Rogers, one of their great baseball insiders, kind enough to take a few minutes with us this morning as the free agent market finally heats up. Jesse, great to have you with us. Thanks for your time. How you doing? Jesse, are you there? Yeah, I can barely hear oh. you guys. How you doing? Doing good. We'll see if we can uh, pick that up a little bit and see if we can get you a little bit more volume from us. Uh, let's start with this. John Mozalock said in December, he said, I think January is going to be the normal December. And we had to wait until January 26th, but we finally saw some multiple signings in one day yesterday. Do you think we'll see an avalanche now? Yeah, I mean, I think it started. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I, I teams wanted to wait as long as they could for several reasons, whether it be the DH, their own budgets, uh, fans in the stands, all those things combined, I think. And, uh, yeah, I do think we're going to see somewhat of an avalanche. I think it's already started, to be honest. I mean, we saw the infield carousel take off. I mean, it, it usually takes one or two, and I think D.J. LeMayhew sort of opened up the infield stuff, and you know, I think the reliever uh, you know, thing has sort of been going steady, and um, yeah, I think it's going to really pick up by February 1st. You know, most of the major guys are going to sign. Not all of them, not all of them, but I think most of the major ones will. Jesse, since the Cardinals seemingly aren't going to make any moves this offseason, we've been focusing a lot on the catching uh, free agent market. And yesterday with Real Muto getting in an agreement with the Phillies, we were paying attention to that as it pertains to Yachty or Molina. Do you think Yachty's going to return to the Cardinals? Yes. I think Wainwright and Molina will return to the Cardinals. I, I, I talked to Wainwright a couple weeks ago. He said he was mulling a couple offers, but you could just tell the way he was talking that St. Louis was still on his mind. I haven't talked to anybody with Molina's camp lately, um, but it's my understanding that somehow, some way, they're going to find their way back there. And I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling they realize that, that both Molina and Wainwright realize that they're going to find their way back to the Cardinals. It's getting late. Um, you know, no one's going to blow either player away with some massive offer unless the Cardinals insult them you know, really insult them. I see them both returning. But you guys are closer to it. Um, you may have a better feel for it. But the, the, the things I've been hearing and even just talking to Wainwright, yeah, they're, they're, you always have to have two or three teams, you know, just to have someone else to turn to, right, um, in case you need to go to the dance with them. But I, I, I do think they're both going to return to the Cardinals. And, Jesse, if that happens, that seems to bode well for the Cardinals in the Central Division because it doesn't seem like anybody else is really moving forward. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, might, I might make the Cardinals favorites without Molina and Wainwright at this point. You know, I just said the Cardinals are a pitching organization. They always come up with pitching. And the rest of the division just doesn't have enough. The Cubs don't have enough. They've subtracted big time. Uh, the Reds subtracted big time. Uh, we know the, what the Pirates are doing. Milwaukee's interesting because I love Craig Council. They're always hanging around. Um, they didn't subtract, but they didn't really add. I mean, Milwaukee is that type of team that will sort of be there 
in September probably. But the Cardinals can pitch. The Cardinals can pitch, and Wainwright would certainly help matters. Um, and I, I just think they're probably the best team right now in the division based on all the other teams subtracting. ESPN's Jesse Rogers on 101 ESPN. And Jesse, the Brewers, according to reports, are at least listening to offers for Josh Hader. But we hear that the offers, it would take an overwhelming offer to, to get Hader. What do you think overwhelming would be to get a guy like that? Well, I, they say that. I don't know if that's completely true. Because they have a, a closer in waiting. Um, the kid from last year was amazing that they had in the back end of the bullpen there. And um, my point being, of course, you put that out publicly, it would take an overwhelming offer, and then maybe you make a more you know, normal-sized deal. Uh, I've seen this guy up close, if you guys have. He, he, the shine is off a little bit. It is. He's starting to get hit a little bit more. He's not even using his fastball as much, um, if, if I recall. He's walking a few more guys. It's, just a, it's a little bit of a crack, but that's, if you want to get a deal where you get something you know, big back, you, you, you make that trade before – he gets on the on the other side of whatever he's you know maybe it's usage maybe it's age or something not that he's old but you know he has thrown a lot of hard pitches in the last couple of years couple of three years as that team has contended so yeah you talk about an overwhelming offer it's going to take a, a top prospect but we're not talking about you know it's a pretty good close we're not talking about a four for one for for a closer I mean it's going to take one of your top prospects maybe a couple other you know B level guys but I I don't think it's the moon that the the way the Brewers are talking. Now, look, they may held out. That's, that's their opinion. But I think teams understand the shines off him a little bit. If it wasn't, they wouldn't be looking to trade him, right? So I think there, there's a middle ground there. So I don't think it, it's going to take the moon to get Josh Hader. Obviously, a good package, but doesn't have to be the best in the, of, of, of all your prospects, that sort of thing. Jesse, Chris Bryant has talked about losing a little bit of the joy in playing the game. The Cubs are looking to continue to rebuild boot if you had to look down the path how do you think this ends for Chris Bryant and the Cubs well I mean if you asked me a year ago I didn't think he'd be on the team in 2020 I thought he would have been traded at the winter meetings last year so maybe I'm not the right guy to ask but I I did I think at this point it's going to end by July 31st of this year Um, I don't see any other scenario he's not going to get an extension with the Cubs that I would you know pretty much go to the bank with um, so the other two things are, you know, you give him a qualifying offer and you let him walk, um, or you trade him by July 31st, obviously trading him by July 31st means you get probably the most for him. Even if you get something for him, it's pretty much sort of 50 cents on the dollar. I guess he's, if he's having this huge, huge first half and, you know, the Dodgers lose a third baseman, the Braves lose a third, I mean, a real contender loses a, a third baseman or even an outfielder that's when you might be able to cash in on getting a better prospect or two on July 31st. But whether they trade them in the next month or two or, or in July, it, it, they're not getting, you know, that huge, huge package you might want or expect with less than a couple, three months, whatever it is left in his, in his, uh, you know, team control. So that's how it's going to end. It's going to end with some sort of a deal where I'm sure Cub fans are going to be underwhelmed by the return, unless that specific scenario where he is really wanted by on July 31st and, and, and a couple teams, you know, bid on him and, and, and give up something big for him. As the Cubs continue to retool and reading some of the, the quotes coming out of Chicago, they say they want to remain competitive, but it doesn't seem like both of those things can really exist at the same time. How bad do you think that this could get for the Cubs? Pretty bad. And, and, and you know, you're right. They, they forecasted sort of this threading the needle. That's the phrase they use threading the needle of contending, while retooling, and I agree with you, when you trade you Darvish, just as he's 
becoming the best version of himself, it's hard to understand how you're going to contend. This isn't trading, you know, your best reliever. This is a tra- this is trading your best starter. You know, that, 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 that's it. That, there's not, that's the game if you trade him at that point, in my opinion, unless you're just loaded, and they're not. It's Kyle Hendricks and, and who knows who else is going to be on that mound. Literally, it's, it's four guys that, you know, don't have a track record at all or very little one, like, you know, a guy like Alec Mills who pitched a no-hitter but doesn't have that much uh, on his resume. So, yeah, I don't see how and, – and remember, this is before subtracting Bryant, and they're probably going to trade Craig Kimbrell if he's any, he's anywhere decent in the first half. I mean, their problem is the division. Like, you don't even have to be that good to compete. But if, if you're 500 on July 31st and four games out, I mean, do you buy? No, you sell. And, but that's a tough thing to do. So the worst thing to have with the Cubs is the division sort of coming back to the pack. And they may be able to, you know, battle, you know, around 500 and stay in it, despite the need to maybe, you know, retool more and, and trade a few more guys. So, Jed Hoyer is in a tough spot. I mean, I, that's why I, I would just go ahead and do the full-on rebuild right now, instead of trying to do something. Even if you, who's whoever wins this division, yes, it's the playoffs, anything can happen. But there's one year you could say, man, they are going to be massive underdogs against the Padres, the Dodgers, the Mets, Phillies, Braves. Uh, man, the Marlins, they all might be better than the, the top team in the, in the Central. So it's going to be a weird year. And I'll tell you, decision makers, evaluators at the top of these teams will have tough calls to make in July other than maybe the Pirates. Jesse Rogers, Trevor Bauer with Real Muto re-signing with the Phillies. Trevor Bauer is the number one guy on the free agent market at the moment. Any read as to where he might land or who has the, the edge in acquiring the services of Trevor Bauer? Well, I always, you know, I'm in this don't count the Dodgers out of anything camp as much as they have and as good as they are. You just never know with that team. So I, and the Padres have made all these moves. So I always, and they have the money, obviously. I always, you know, wonder, you know, about the Dodgers. What's their next best, next big move? And that certainly could be it. You know, the, the NL East is just keep, keeps on adding, adding people. I mean, it, it would not surprise me if he goes to one of those teams. And obviously the Mets have been tied to him lately. A lot of people thought about that at the beginning of the offseason. I don't have a great read on it, except to say he's going to go to a contender. That's number one. It's not going to be, he's not the centerpiece of a rebuilding team. And there's only a few contenders that can afford him. So New York, LA, um, Atlanta's done. You know, Philly could afford him. Um, the Jays could afford him. They're spending a lot of money. They're overpaying people to come up to, to Toronto. So if they blow him away somewhere, somehow, that's a possibility, but they'd really have to overpay, I think. Uh, but Bauer and, and New York seem like a pretty good fit when you talk about his personality. So I, I guess I put them as the front runner, but some of those big market teams as, 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 as second choices wouldn't be bad for him because he, he'd still cash in and still be in a big market. Jesse, final thing. The Cardinals sent out an email on Monday saying that spring training tickets would go on sale February 1st and their first spring training game would be February 27th. Yesterday, the Cactus League and multiple government officials in Arizona send a letter out to uh, Major League Baseball to Rob Manfred saying that we would like to delay spring training by a month. We, we subsequently learned through a report that maybe that letter was uh, prompted by Major League Baseball itself. What do you think happens with spring training in regards to a start date? I think it starts on time. I think it starts on time. The fact that... Uh, the NBA and NHL started when they wanted to start. Granted, it's you know different time for them in terms of starting up their seasons, but they're playing. They started. They're 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 going through it. 
um, at least in the baseball sense of vaccines will be here at some point during the season. It's going to start on time. There's not much baseball can do. Um, You know, again, they can't use the pandemic as an excuse. They just can't. They were were able to play through it last year, and these other sports have started up. So, uh, yeah, owners want to reduce the season because they they want more games with more fans. It's it's common sense. They're not going to get it. Um, They have a CBA they have to adhere to. The commissioner, again, can't – you know, do what he did last year because the, the world is is sort of moving forward with with COVID and, and and the vaccines are coming. So I don't think there's much that's going to delay the start of, of spring training. We'd have to take something else happening that that that's kind of unforeseen right now. Jesse Rogers, we always appreciate your information. Love having you on. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. You got it. Anytime. Take care. Take care. That is Jesse Rogers, ESPN, with us on 101 ESPN. <laughs> Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.